Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now, when everybody goes back to work, or, well, we start to eventually drip-feed us all back to work again according to our roadmap over the next three or four months, and maybe over the next year, depending on the type of job you work in, it's going to be complicated because what happens if you go to work and you catch COVID-19? Now, I suppose, and I'm not comparing it to the flu. If you got the flu before, it was just the risk you took. But, of course, COVID-19 spreads a little bit quicker. And, sadly, a lot of people are dying. So, what happens? The insurance companies are not going to insure us. Well, according to our employers, our insurance companies that they cover them won't insure us. So, Brennan Howland has called for state insurance cover against COVID-19-related claims to help Ireland get back to work and to save jobs. And he joins me on the line, uh, Labour TD Brennan Howland and former uh, party leader. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, and good afternoon to your listeners. Uh, Brent, first question, actually, before I get mm. to that, by the way, are you, are you disappointed or do you regret that you're not still the party leader during this <laughs> difficult time, or are you kind of happy you're not the party leader? Well, I think this it's, been, it's been an eventful nine years, um, five years in government and four years as party leader, and to be honest with you, I, I wasn't sure how I'd feel, but um, I'm glad the pressure is, is lessened, uh, although this is an extraordinary time. And all the normal interactions we would have with parliamentary colleagues, uh, with committees and all the rest, is absent. So I suppose uh, we, we see how that pla- pans out. But we're mm. trying to do our best, like everybody, in these amazing circumstances. Yeah, and I, I know it's been difficult for the Labour Party because you took a bit of a hit over the last yeah. few years, so it has been quite difficult. But this is a very important issue because if we're all to get back to work... I, you know, I my thinking, and maybe I'm wrong in thinking this, and I don't know that we need the state to cover us, or maybe there should be some other sort of legislation, mm. but should it not be a consent thing? In other words, if, you know, I work for a job, which I may be front of house, or I may be, you know, person-to-person contact in retail or whatever it happens to be, that I, you know, firstly, I, we would have to assign the jobs according to age, because clearly we know this virus affects different people at different age groups, and more so. So, you know, if I'm 30 or 40 years of age, or if I'm 18 years of age, I'm probably not going to be affected too much that I sign a consent form saying, listen, I'm aware that COVID-19 is a pandemic and that members of the public could give it to me. And that's just a risk I have to take, provided I'm given adequate training at the start, as we would with man- manual handling or health and safety. Well, you really can't sign away your, your legal or constitutional rights. Um, and if, if you needed to fall back on suing somebody, um, any piece of paper you, you, you had written wouldn't undermine those rights. Um, it seems to me, and we've been thinking about this for a while, I've talked to lots of small businesses uh, in the last couple of weeks, and people are now, obviously the focus has been up to now on health, and it will remain on health. But we have to think also, how do we get the economy going again? And part of that is ensuring that people are properly insured. Insurance companies have told businesses, like restaurants, like hotels, like leisure complexes, they will not be insured against COVID-19. No and, more and than they'd be insured against the flu. Exactly. And, and I'm not comparing the two. But, like, if I got the flu at work, for example, I can't sue me boss. No, but if, you, if, you're, if, if a customer got it from you, they could well sue your company. I don't think there's ever been a case of that. I, but well, I know not, this is, not, in, this is in mind's of, eye. You know? not, in, not in terms of flu, but I'm, I'm saying I have real businesses telling me they will not open because they have a duty of care and they regard themselves as required. Otherwise, they'd be acting recklessly. That's what... Uh, businesses are telling me, established, important businesses across the country said that they will not open without insurance or without some sort of protection because they they couldn't risk it. And that's what, you know, the people who are going to make those decisions to get back to work are telling me. 
Uh, and I've been thinking about it, and we, I'm taking advices, and really there's only two ways of going about it. You talked about, you know, telling everybody, well, you know, you can't sue for COVID. Well, provided we give you adequate training at the start, well, and, and we as employers, well, are, are, you know, keep it in our duty well, as well. Well, the advice I have is that you can't um, constitutionally simply remove everybody's right in that way, and people um, would be very careful uh, about accepting that. So the only other way, as, as I see it, is for the state to provide in indemnity, as they do already for all state employees. If you are working, uh, obviously, in any of the health systems and so on, uh, you are indemnified through the state's claims agency uh, against um, any injury that might happen to you, including COVID. But we are, we're living in a very litigious time, and yep. you know that. I mean, look, we've had the problems before all this started. You know, obviously, uh, Fien, uh, Sinn Féin obviously pointed out more so than anybody else that we needed to do something about the litigious nature of society. So we have become more, more litigious. If the state is going to start indemnifying businesses and covering business, should we have claims in left, right and centre? No, I mean, obviously, this is an extraordinary time. Uh, and you can say that well, we can't do it. Fine. That means an awful lot of companies, an awful lot of businesses simply will not open. We need to address the economic crisis, the tsunami of economic problems that are coming down. We can either um, look, as you know, you're positing now, a traditional as if COVID hadn't happened, or we can say these are exceptional, extraordinary times. We need to get the restaurant, the hotelier. And we need to get them back but into we, business. But, but, and we, but do we not have a personal responsibility, Brandon? I mean... Let, let me ask you a question. I work here in a radio station yeah. right now. So, you know, the person before me who was on air has a different, there's a muffler over the microphone here, okay? So he has his own one with his name on it. Uh, he cleans down the studio when he's finished. I come in, I wipe, wash my hands with a little hand sanitizer here. I put my muffler on. I clean down again. So that's what our em- employer has instructed us to do. So the employer has taken all the steps necessary. We've now been given a separate office for this show where we all sit a, a good bit apart, about seven or, f- seven or eight metres, to be honest with you. Um, it's a big office that our sales used to be in, they all work from home now. So our employer has taken every step to make it safe. But if I'm daft and I forget to put this on or I don't wash my hands or I don't clean down the desk, surely that's my responsibility. Surely if an employer takes every step, well, then the employer shouldn't be responsible. Of course it is. And that's why in my statement I made it crystal clear that any anybody who is reckless uh, and demonstrably so um, has no claim and would never have a claim in insurance no more than if you were walking down the street and you threw yourself um, into a hole, you know, you, you can't sue. Um, the bottom line is that where there is um, a case to be made, um, you need to have protection against it. You need to have normal insurance. That's, you know, every employer takes normal precautions uh, to protect their employees. And how are we going to fund, how we fund this? Anyway. I mean, are you suggesting there may be a levy, for example, in restaurants or a levy in bars no, to I, cover, to cover that, this? I, I'm saying that ultimately um, the insurance companies themselves should carry the can for this. I don't think there's going to be an inordinate number of cases. What we're doing is giving the, the, the green light for companies to get back to work. Now, uh, as I say, you can take a different view and say, no, we're not going to do this. That means that for hundreds of and maybe thousands of companies and businesses uh, across this state, they will not go back to work. We can't afford that as a state. No, of course not. We have to get people back to work. So certainly we have to avoid um, any contamination, and we have to take all the precautions, all the hygiene, uh, all the sanitation measures that we've been taking, uh, including social distancing. 
but we do need to provide... But how long, how long, how long that, is that going to last, Ben? Because realistically, you know, mind you, I get very uncomfortable when I hear Tony Holohan and our Taoiseach or, or Simon Harris mm. use the word new normal. It upsets me greatly. I yeah. find, I'm very uncomfortable with the, the, the word new normal. I was quite happy with the old normal. <laughs> and I understand there's a new normal right now, but I would like to think at some point we get back to the old normal again. I think we will. So, so think, but when we get back to the old normal again, you know, we're not going well, to be no, washing no, everything will, down will, and cleaning will, everything, you know? This will lapse when we get back to a situation where um, we don't have a pandemic or we don't have a transmissible disease. In other words, when we have a vaccine. And that really is the only... Well, and ben, and now I, see, I keep hearing people talking about vaccines. The GAA were talking about that yesterday. We're not going to have a match till we get a vaccine. Some of the best scientists in the, in the world have said we may never have a vaccine. So we need to stop heading towards a vaccine. No, well, I mean, there's, there's different ways. It'll be, either, it'll be a plus. It'll be great if we do. We either, we either have a vaccine and most... Um, scientific experts say we will have one within 12 months. Or um, there are, for example, we never have, we don't have a vaccine against AIDS. But we didn't have a vaccine for, we didn't have a vaccine for the flu for a long time. The the flu started in World War II. I don't think you can, you can compare. No, I'm not, no, I'm not, but I'm just saying, no, but I'm just, what I'm saying is there are many diseases that, viruses that we didn't have vaccines for for a long time. And it's actually only the last 15 years that we've really heavily promoted the flu vaccine, by the way. Yeah, and but but I mean the flu um, kills a lot of people. By the way, too, it does it yeah. does about, about three hundred, but fourteen hundred people have died in Ireland so far. Absolutely, but the, flu, but the flu kills is, kills a half over half a million people a year. But so, but, but what I'm terms, saying is, I'm, of, I'm just making a point of principle. And what I'm saying is, I'm not saying they're the same. You know, well, I mean, they patently aren't. And if we hadn't got a complete lockdown of our country for the last five weeks, tens of thousands of people would be dead. So it, it's a you know it's not a comparison. No, no, no. I know the, the reason I'm making the comparison is is this idea of heading towards a vaccine. I believe we should have a separate plan in case there isn't a vaccine. Yeah, I, I think that you know most of the scientific experts of the world now, in a cooperative basis, are working towards either an effective treatment or an effective vaccine. As I was beginning to say, in terms of AIDS, for example, we don't actually have a vaccine against AIDS. We have a, a treatment for AIDS. Uh, and some viruses can be treated in that way. It took us 25 years to get it. Uh, it did indeed, but I think this will, the, the focus of the world, because we, we had uh, an impact that has closed down countries in a way that hasn't mm, happened no, in a century uh, with this particular pandemic, uh, and I think we need to think out of the box, we need to be agile in our response. Um, for a period of time, whether it'll be months or a year, uh, we will have to have the social distancing and so on. But we need to provide those safeguards to businesses now who are saying, get back to work. If we can do it, we need to give them any help and support we can. I'm, the biggest part of my day in every TD right now is talking to people who are desperately anxious to see how they can get back to some sort of functioning in the new COVID era. And one of the things that I can tell you will be required will be for some form of insurance against covid mm-hmm in order for small businesses in particular um, who are concerned about being sued yes function. obviously obviously uh, in relation just to finally before you go sure. Brennan um, how Fianna Gael and Fianna Fáil have handled this pandemic over the last eight weeks um, do you believe there was mistakes or have mistakes been made well you know when you're fighting a fire uh, you're going to not get everything absolutely right but I think in any if you look either east or west at Britain or America we've done quite well in this country I think, by and large, there's mistakes been made. There's no doubt about that. Um, but we didn't know what was coming. 
Uh, we didn't know, we assumed that it would follow the pattern of Italy and that our uh, uh, acute systems would be overwhelmed. Uh, and probably not enough attention was, was paid at the initial stages to c- uh, congested settings, but particularly well, nursing elderly, homes and yes, so on. Yes. Uh, and, but these are things we have to learn from as we go on. But by and large, I think uh, the government has handled it reasonably well, with a few exceptions that we can talk about. Um, Do you think the roadmap is too long? The, the Prime Minister of New Zealand has actually referred to Ireland's roadmap as being yeah, too extended. Do you, do you believe it's too long? Should we, should we try and get things moving quicker? Because there are a lot of businesses out there saying to me that at the moment I'm just about hanging in there. Another month of this I'll be gone. I'll be well, gone. We could do what Germany did last week. Germany started releasing, uh, you know, relaxing the rules. Uh, and their all rate, their reproduction rate on Saturday up to 1.1, and they have to reimpose rules again. Um, the one thing we don't want is to go backwards. Uh, and so that's why the, 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 the progress has to be gradual, it has to be incremental, and it has to be with great care. Uh, and any place that has relaxed the rules, for example, South Korea, who had done a remarkable job up to now, um, or Germany, has found difficulties there. So we have to learn from that too. I, I think it's a little bit... Um, to, 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 to pick the, uh, the example of New Zealand, New Zealand uh, you know, is an island nation, the most peripheral island nation in the world, three hours from the nearest neighbour. Uh, it's much easier to, to, to seal off uh, than any other country, but I think uh, the Prime Minister there has done a remarkable job. Although, although I, have, I, I have heard, you know, I have heard some very learned scientists suggesting that with New Zealand and Australia, and, and suggesting that well done them, pat on the back, they may have no infections mm. in the coming weeks. But the problem is, again, if we go back to some scientists have said we don't know when we get a vaccine or if we get one, that these countries could end up isolating themselves from the world because you can't let a tourist in. Because if you do yeah. without isolation, and um, if you do let a tourist in without isolation, you risk infecting the country again. Well, I mean, they're now enforcing this 14-day isolation. I don't see too many tourists going to no. uh, New Zealand and saying, well, we, we'll lock Actually, ourselves down so nobody's in, going to bother with that, yeah. for two weeks before we start. Yeah, yeah, nobody's going to bother with that. No, I can tell no. you know. All right, well, listen, thank you very much indeed. Good to La- talk to you. You too. Labour TD, Brendan Howland, uh, suggesting that uh, companies should be indemnified by the state uh, so they can uh, rehire their staff and open their businesses and open their doors again just in case they are sued because their own insurance companies will not insure them against COVID-19 and they have concerns and the state should step in just in case that arises. Loads and loads of people are texting in about it. Somebody says, no, typical of Irish people looking to make a few quid to sue their boss. Well, yeah, I look... I know Brennan didn't agree with me, uh, but I, I think there could be a case had there if they give you training and social distance training and they provide all the necessary stuff for social distance, including the hand washing and the gel and a screen if you're behind the screen, you know, talking to somebody. And if you went and did something stupid, I would hope that you wouldn't be able to sue. Now, Brennan said he would hope so too. But in saying that, we've seen some of the decisions made by judges in this country are quite outrageous. Uh, she wasn't very young for there, but going back about four or five months ago. Oh, what about your woman on the, on the Lewis who climbed on the Lewis and fell off it while it was moving. And she got a half a million or a quarter of a three quarters of a million or something ridiculous. Uh, and then there was the young fella climbing over the fence uh, into a building site. Went to the trouble of climbing over a fence and then hurt his leg and sued. And got another 60 or 70 grand. So, you know, it's not beyond the realms of possibility that people make ridiculous, litigious claims in this country. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.